It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. It's me, Canadalia, and happy Labor Day to you. I'm taking a break from saving the world today, so I thought I would put together some of my very favorite moments from my conversations with the one and only Jimmy Fela. So sit back and enjoy the best of Kennedy and Jim Jam saving the world. I don't like, I haven't liked a Pixar film in a long time, but Pixar's model is a good model. Of parenting. I don't know that movie. Okay. Is that no, awful? No, no. The Pixar, like the... Um, oh, no, no, I Pixar. thought there was a movie called Model because I no. lived it in the 90s, Jim. I don't know if you know that about me. <laughs> me but as a well. Of, a lot of catwalking. It was different for me because it was a before model. <laughs> so they're like, if you could just turn sideways and be in the split screen. Can I just tell you something funny really yeah. quick that'll uh-huh. make you laugh? And then we'll get back to mm-hmm. the Pixar model. So my agent was also, also Sally Jesse Raphael's agent in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I want you to go meet with her. She's got a production deal. She can help you develop a talk show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, great. So I went and met with her at her TV studio. You know, I, I go into her office slash dressing room, red hair, glasses, all done up. She, she kind of whirls into the office as soon as she's done taping a show. And she looks at me and she goes, oh, are you one of the before and afters? <laughs> and I was like, I was so mortified. And I'm like, no, I'm like the future Ricky Lake. So when do I start? <laughs> she had no idea who I was or why I was there. And she suffered through like 15 minutes. She's like, okay, <laughs> okay, I'll get back to you. I love this story. Yep. Sally Jesse. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, the Pixar model. Let me give you like the Like Toy Story 3. There's no way Mm-mm. I can watch that movie in the next year. No, oh no, that's going to be Oof. heavy with the toys being oh, given away. Good. And Andy goes to college. That's yeah, oh, it's rough. Drink water. That's so sad. You yeah, know, it's a lot. I get it. Uh, toy, you know, um, but the thing is that with the Pixar, with, with, <laughs> I know yeah. with the Pixar Brought model, to you by Tito's. <laughs> what the Pixar model does is essentially the way they were making movies is by not micromanaging them. They were dealt like you're an illustrator. We'll check in with you in months. Okay, you're a scriptwriter. We'll check in with you in months. Now, obviously, you're not going to be that removed from your daughter's life. Mm-hmm. But the point is giving her the autonomy to go establish whatever her process is going to be and kind of find, grow into that experience of I'm at college now on my own and just being there as the flight deck for her to radio back to. I think that's the Pixar model. Yeah. You know, I don't know you as someone who's going to call her 17 times a day anyway. No, 18. And I, and I, well, I don't know her that'll take all the calls either. <laughs> no way. That's the beauty of Pele. Like, she's not afraid to let a voicemail get involved, nor should she be. <laughs> uh, but the point is, uh, obviously, you root so hard for your kid in situations like this. And I think this is one of those moments where, as a parent, it's almost like their comfort with the situation has to supersede ours. So it's we almost have to do that stoic, stiff upper lip British yes, thing. It's true. No, it's so it's so sweet. Like you're you're giving me all of this genuine, heartfelt, caring advice, which I need. But I was just wondering if I should send her with condoms and Narcan <laughs> test strips. <laughs> well, yeah. given that it's Ohio 
Okay. <laughs> My wife is from Ohio. That's true. And you know, you Jenny. You know the real estate. Jenny put up some numbers out there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. A lot of miles on the old Chevy. You don't want to see the Carfax yeah, on that her, one. Why is her jersey on the Ohio State rafters when it she is, never played it down it's, in her it's, life? It's weird. Never, never a down. And it's hanging up in the locker room of all things. She has her locker, <laughs> her locker number retired. Not her jersey number. Her locker number. <laughs> Very interesting, Jenny. Uh, I kid. Uh, but the truth is, no. If you're going to send your kid off to college, in this, especially in this day and age, and I think you've done a good job of this up until now, is you just want them to be aware. What does aware mean in this day and age to me? And I tell you this, I talk about it endlessly on the, on the radio. Uh-huh. We don't live in a time of recreational drug use. That's my biggest concern for everybody who has a kid, is we mischaracterize a lot of drug overdoses as drug overdoses when, in fact, they're poisonings. Yes. And that would be my biggest concern for a kid more than anything is just keep them away from pills. Pills, pills, pills cannot happen. Pills and, and Coke. I mean, yeah. I've, no, I've always told my daughter that it, whatever you do, whatever you put in your body. And I know there are a lot of parents who are more conservative. And it, I, I, my children consider me to be pretty strict and traditional yeah, yeah. in a sense. But I still – we live in New York City. You uh-huh. have to talk about these things yeah. with your kids because yes. they know people who have overdosed. They mm-hmm. see people using drugs and defecating in the street Every single day, like mm-hmm. we have to be a filter for them, uh-huh. but by the same token, you have to be realistic. And there are a lot of people who are like, "Well, no, they t- I've raised them well, and they're not going to do any. And there's not going to be any premarital sex." No, no, they don't know that. I just don't want any premarital babies. <laughs> I know that's a big ask, but well, but don't pull a Biden. Don't not talk to the kid if the kid comes along. You know what I mean? Oh, I'll raise the kid. <laughs> I love no, no. I love this, but it's no, but it's true. And I have these talks with you know Lincoln's fourteen, and I know he's around that element. Um, in his high school in some regard. And that's the thing I try to police harder than anything is their personalities are fully formed. And they're smart, and Paley's obviously really smart. Um, So I think in terms of, you know, her social wherewithal and her academic wherewithal, it's where it obviously needs to be or beyond. Yeah. But I think college is still a different element in terms of how quick life comes at you because you are operating untethered. Yes, your mom's back home in New York on the phone. Yes, your mom's going to visit from time to time. And send you Sephora care packages. Yeah, yeah, of course. But it really is the first time they're operating, you know, with total, like, latitude. Yes. And I think giving them a true awareness to consequence, not in a, you know, fire and brimstone, scary way, but in a realistic way, I just, I think that matters more than anything. That's what I talk to Lincoln about the most. Don't go anywhere. More Kennedy saves the world right after this. Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. There are people who believe that the moon landing was fake. Dude, there are people that believe the moon is fake. Like, it goes so much deeper than I really thought it did. But uh, one of the fabulous people featured in this documentary is on a CIA kill list. According, according to, to him. Okay. I know. All right. Well, that's what I said to him. I go. I, I don't go, know if the CIA still publishes the yeah, kill Yeah, that's list what I said. Like I, go, I go, how do you find out? Do you get like a save the date? Yeah. Do you get like a certain check mark on Twitter? <laughs> like, kill it, verified kill list. Because at one point I did ask him, too. I would, the man's name is Bart Sabrell. Oh, great. Now everyone knows. He too. knows. No, it's fine. He's on record on the dock, and he's been invited onto my radio show to further discuss this. But the basic moon landing denier take is. Mm-hmm. 
There was a guy who worked at Rocketdyne Laboratories in the 70s on Saturn V rockets. His name was Bill Casing. Mm -hmm. He wrote a book in 76 called We Never Went to the Moon Inside the $30 Billion Hoax. This sounds like a 1970s version of professional revenge porn. Yeah, yeah, maybe in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, and we'll get into revenge porn because I had a develop. I'm kidding. <laughs> I just had a, I had a notice from my lawyer that, oh, you want to talk about a documentary? Anyway, stick with me. Uh, yeah, Debbie does lawsuits. This one's not ending good for your buddy Jimmy Fallon. So anyway, Casing wrote a book, and what his what he posited was that we had the incremental growth needed to get to the moon, mm-hmm. but we didn't risk doing it on live TV for fear that we would blow up the landing module in front of 650 million people. Ergo, we filmed it in an Air Force base somewhere in California. But that's still the, went to the moon. Yeah. We hung out in orbit for eight days. We just okay. didn't land. Oh. That's so he's thing. saying we didn't land. I believe we landed. Mm-hmm. And I think there's there's significant evidence that we landed. Yeah. But yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. It's like Whitney Houston's Super Bowl Star Spangled Banner, the greatest performance of all time. Mm-hmm. But she pre-recorded it live. On the moon. In On the moon. Exactly. In, in the lunar module. <laughs> but it... In, they wanted to make sure that the performance was perfect. She lip-synced her own performance that she had recorded live a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. but technically it wasn't live live. Yeah, it was. A, so it was so like maybe a, it was the same kind of thing. Like maybe they pre-recorded it, but we actually went. He actually lip-sank one small step for man. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen Neil close, Armstrong went and popped him in the mouth. Shame on you. Oh, yeah, so Bart Sabrell is the guy Buzz Aldrin punched. Do you remember that? Yeah. And that's, again, as someone who pays to get beat up on Craigslist, you're kind of envious of the guy. But uh, Bart and there's this whole subset of movement, uh, a movement of people who read this Bill Casing book mm-hmm. that said we didn't go. Which... So is that like the vaccine causes, uh, vaccines cause autism? That one guy wrote one paper. Yeah. And now a, Everyone a goes. bunch of loons Next hang their hat on that, even with... though it has been disproved so many times in so many ways. Next thing you know, you're hanging out with Jenny McCarthy at NASA. <laughs> 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 That's not a real rocket launch. Come on, <laughs> SpaceX. Come on. So, I, first of all, okay, I love the story of the moon landing because it really is the ultimate American muscle car. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just got together with whatever space nerds we had and whatever guys under five foot five that were willing to jump into that rocket. But what you realize in, like, retracing the lineage of the space race is that the real heroes are actually the space monkeys because they didn't know what they were signing up for. Like, the astronauts at least knew they were going. Yeah. They and were going to get a ticker tape parade. If it didn't work out, they would be heroes. Yeah, and they'd be heroes Their forever. Their names would live beyond eternity. Yeah, the, the monkeys were just like, what's in there? Yeah. Oh, bana- I like bananas. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll go in there. And the next thing you know, they were flying to the moon, yeah. you know? Curious George kind of got the wrong end of that deal. You know, yeah. the man with the big yellow hat didn't really tip him off. And uh, I love the story. I love the story of us going. I love the story of us winning the, fa- the space race. But in going down the hole of making this doc, I really did become fascinated with, like, the contrarian people who say we didn't go because I think that's just a certain type of person. You know how, like, when a Hollywood actor gets so famous so quickly, half the guys would be like, yeah, whatever, he's gay because yeah. they just can't deal with that, like, superiority yeah, you, you thing? Like, like, Tom Brady can't be that handsome yeah. and talented. There has to be 
a straight off or something that, yeah. that makes the guys feel like less demeaned by comparison. It's like when uh, a comic's big enough, somebody will be like, I never found him funny. Yeah. I'm like, all right, well, he's worth a billion dollars. Yeah. Like somebody he clearly steals enjoyed all the jokes yeah. that he performs on stage. Now, those guys are out there. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But the point is, if someone is like, say, as famous as like a Dave Chappelle or, you mm-hmm. know, a Seinfeld, believe me, they're getting laughs, yeah. you know, but yeah. there's always that contrarian streak. And that's what I came back to. I think the moon landing people are just contrarians. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I think. No, I get it. I mean, that's I'm a libertarian. Mm-hmm. I've never been to a libertarian conference where 75 people didn't go, actually, actually, and, <laughs> and try and correct the record no matter how annoying or wrong they are. <laughs> and, that, and is that the moon landing in the end? Was it the liber- are the moon landing people the original libertarians? Yeah. Is that where they are? Like, well, the government's just stupid and they screw everything up. So if the government did something right, it must well, be fake. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.